0: Welcome to Parenting with Vanessa Colon's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about equine therapy and what that means, and this amazing organization that's a nonprofit in San Francisco Zoo, just kind of hidden in the back, which is Brady Therapeutic Writing Program. So this writing program works with children with special needs, all types of special needs, and it was just a great experience. So they invited my school out, and we went yesterday. So we spent the day at the zoo at the beginning And, you know, it was from like 11 to 1, I would say. And then we got there at 10, just hung out. And so we were able to like see other things in the zoo and really get to, you know, have different discussions about what is around and talk about animals and different plants and whatever we're seeing, right? And then as we're going towards the back of the zoo, there's this great, beautiful, I mean, these four they have four horses. And one is actually named Lola after my dog. No, not after my dog. Just kidding. But... Oh, that was kind of cute, actually. So they're all rescue horses, and it's run by this woman, Sarah Meakin, and she has been doing this, you know, for I just looked at her website, like many, many years of just working with all types of disabilities, different kids on the spectrum, and everything else. And so, here we have my we, you know, I brought in nine kids, and so during this time, you know, we you know, whenever the ground rules safety, right. You don't want to be running around the horse from behind. You don't want to get hit and everything else. So, you know, and they actually had a really nice setup. So they, we showed up and you know, there was food on the table, water. Of course, some of the kids are like right going for the scones, right. They're like right away. We want that plus the chips. And you know, with some of my kids, that's the most, you know, the best part of the whole day, <laughs> me letting them have multiple chips. Cause we had hot chocolate beforehand. So as we're starting the program, we, you know, we went over safety and everything else. And, you know, we're learning, you know, one of the skill sets is like waiting and taking turns and listening. So right there, we're already hitting on those certain social skills that we are also working at my school. So here we have another teacher coming in, but with all these four big gigantic animals, these horses, and they were just the such kind like just sweet souls. You can just tell, I mean, just very patient and, we started with, you know, going over safety, of course. And then the next thing was grooming. And so each child had to learn how to groom the horse. And I got to tell you, this is such a great experience for children because some kids that don't like to take a bath or don't like to brush their hair. I mean, they're actually taking care of another animal. So right there, just teaching that life skill set. So just the amount of learning in the first like 15 minutes that I found was remarkable. And the kids were like, in awe and I mean to the point where it's like, hold back, we don't have to answer all these questions, like wait your turn for the next person because they were they were so excited. And I even saw my kids raise their hand. And <laughs> you might be like, well, the kids should be raising your hand. Well, you know, my kids sometimes they just like to talk over each other, and so we have to teach raising hands in the classroom. And you know, Sarah did a really good job just, you know, redirecting them, making sure that their everyone had a turn. But when it came to grooming, you know, I'm going to call, I have a child with special needs there and I call him little A and you know, he was just so like these things, these horses are huge. I mean, imagine to a child that, you know, has other things going on and they're gigantic and the tail's flopping and then all of a sudden one's pooping and I'm just going, here we go. And um, I did learn that her horses actually go poop normally in the same spot. Or near that same spot, but this one horse just likes to poop at random times. And you're gonna hear my dog in the background a couple here going off, but which is fine. We're just gonna ignore her. And what happened was, you know, this little kiddo is just having a moment of just I don't I don't wanna do it. And right there, she put her arms around him and gave him that deep pressure. And with that deep pressure, he was able to like calm down a little bit, even putting the hand over hand prompt, right. To put it on the horse. And that was like a huge part of this kid to be able to relax was the deep pressure needed for him to actually touch the horse and that just touching the horse alone. Like once you do that first touch, right. And you realize a horse isn't going to eat you or bite you or whatever's going on in that child, he was able to calm down. And right there is that connection, right? The connection, the sensory input of like being able to touch the outside and the fur and to feel it. And, and then, you know, the, the, the horse's kind of face went over a little bit and, you know, it was just, it was just a sweet moment. And to see the calmness afterwards, and then to be able to go from like a full body prompt, right? Like a whole hand over hand, and then slowly move away to where the child is, you know, grooming with a brush. And you're like, wow, that's amazing. So then once everyone has their turn to like, I don't, you know, doing the hair, you know, um, the side, I mean, just doing whatever they needed to do to help the kids on there and just to be able to be calm as they're with the horse. Right. So this is another thing that, you know, the child's can not be, you know, going all over the place. Cause you know, it might scare the, it might scare the horse. So again, we're teaching empathy. We're thinking of somebody else. We're doing that. And so this program, I mean, really had it stepped together on like how they're teaching, like versus the safety, then we're going to go into grooming and then they go on how to actually direct the horse. Right. And, and how that works and showing the kids, right. So then the kids have to go step by step on what makes the most sense well not what makes the no most sense but they have to do right you can't be like messing around with a horse as you're like going right from left and everything else and it's just it's a lot for the horse and we don't want any uh, horse that's super anxious so at this time you know they they go inside and and they also the kids beforehand set up an obstacle course right so they put the cones out so again they're already they're already part of this like well what are we going to have the horse do and you know they're going to like walk over you know I don't know, whatever that thing was called. Sorry, my, my, you know, well, we have cones. We got, I got the cones down, but whatever that thing was called, where they had just kind of like walk over it and the kids were riding on the horse, which was really cool. But the kids work together, set it up, which again, they're working together, the social skills, they're communicating what they want. There's flexibility and like, okay, well, I want this. Well, no, I want this. And like, how do they work together? So right there alone is like the teaching moment of, you know, again, I always say, you know, teaching isn't always in a classroom. You take that outside in the community and that's where you're going to learn. Well, then from here, you know Sarah did a really great job of like directing the kids, helping them each individually, taking the horse into the little area that they had the obstacle course, and they had to actually direct the horse. They had to go through the cones and and listen to the teacher. You know, listen to. You know, Sarah, she was telling them what to do and, and go through that. And you know, there was a couple of kids that were really anxious. And you know, but either way, there has to be some sense of confidence with your child because we all know that if you're coming in nervous, and I always tell this to parents, like if you're a parent, the child's behaviors, and you're nervous around them, the child's going to pick that up. So what happens? It, like then it goes to the next level and things escalate really quickly. So it's really important to understand that like, even if you are nervous not to show it and to be able to be as calm as possible. And so here these kids are, and you can see their confidence. Oh my gosh, their confidence just went up. And for me to see that in my kids, when I've seen them so just shattered and hurt and they can't do something or, or they get frustrated, they misspell something or they can't, I don't, whatever. I mean, every kid has their own story and their own script in their own brain. And so I I totally understand that piece, but like to see these kids, like getting on the horse and like sitting up straight and just so proud of themselves, right. And that confidence and being calm and like really in their body. And when I say that, like, you're not seeing kids like screaming left and right, or doing other things, or running around. That's not what I was seeing, and my kids are normally that way, you know, the ADHD or I don't even know what goes on, but those those definitely things those things happen. And then I have a then I have a kiddo, which I'm not going to get much information, but but she definitely like. What was really nervous? I mean, I was actually really surprised that she want like tried to get on the horse. I for sure she'd be in the back, but when Sarah was able to come over and help her get on, like there's a first you get the stool to like kind of get your body onto the horse. Well, that just wasn't working with her, right? And then she's like, "I want you to jump." And so right there, I'm like, "Oh gosh, coordination is not that great with this girl." Like I know she's gonna freeze. I'm like, totally like me when she gets nervous. So she you know, froze a little bit. She's like, I'm not going to do this. And you know, Sarah was great. And just coaching her, like, you can do this. It's not okay. And then finally, when they slowly got onto the horse, you know, her stomach's on there, she's going and she, her body was just, and she, you could tell she was getting really, really scared and just not sure. And she's like, I got you. Like, I, we're just going to, you know, we're going to take two steps. And then before she even like before anything else happened, she goes, I want you to lean your body into the horse. I want you to like hug the horse around the neck and just feel the body and pay attention to that and connect with the horse. And again, like there was another shift I saw and I'm like, holy moly, this is amazing. You know, yeah, she was nervous, but the fact that like she was holding this horse And, you know, you could tell that there was that connection and that being able just to connect in a way that through touch and those, the sensory issue and, and being able to trust and to know that this horse is not going to toss you across the room. And I had another kid, by the way, that almost fell off a horse a couple months now, I want to say like a year ago. And he kept talking about it. He's like, I'm not getting on. Well, he got on. He was the first one on. He's like, Oh, peace out. I'm doing this. I got this. It was amazing to see. And then we have this other little girl who, you know, her body's like laying on the, on you know, on the neck of the horse and just how calm she became. And it was just this sense of like, okay, like this trust, you could start to see the trust building. And right there, the horse moved three steps and that was it. And she's like, you did it. I was awesome. And like, you know, at that moment, she's pretty frozen. And, and she got off it and was like, wow, I did it. You know, she cried a little bit afterwards, but without it, like being proud of herself and just more shocked. I'm like, do you want to go back on again? She's like, no way. <laughs> And then we have my and then, you know, we have my little A who, you know, for me, he definitely has never been on a horse. He has other needs going on. And this is the kid that, you know, he needs a lot of deep pressure beforehand to get onto the horse. And so they get him on, which took a couple people because, you know, he's a big kid. And we just want to also make sure that he doesn't fall on the other side just because the body awareness piece. (laughs) I gotta tell you, he gets on the smile. Right. And he was just like, he was ready to just go. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, his body's moving. And he just wanted to like, just be on this horse and just to completely take off, which was so amazing to see because he's never had that experience before and coming from me, like my, so growing up, like I, my dad had horses, so I was always around, you know, horses at least until about, I want to say five or six. And I love riding. There's a sense for me when I'm on that horse where I don't think about anything else because I'm thinking about how not to fall off the horse and really connecting, right? So when you're on that horse, you're able to stop and move and you become one with the horse. There's, the part of you that actually, you know, you don't, you're not thinking anymore there. You actually are really, I, don't know, I just feel like I'm with, I have to trust somebody else This animal, this huge animal that can drop me. And I have fallen off a horse before. Um, and, but I'm not scared to get back on, which is great. But I saw the same feeling, you know, to see these kids and these kids, you know, have, you know, definitely like high anxiety and other things going on, and just the fact of like the emotional awareness that I saw, and then the social skills and being able to work together, and then the, the being able that that empathy piece that I was finding that like they actually were caring about the horse to make sure that, you know, they weren't startling the horse, they weren't doing things that were not that were scary. And that's where I found that this program did a great job. In just like step by step, there was a sequence to the teaching. It made sense. It was methodical in what they're doing. You know, and if you're looking at kids, you know, I guess uh, this whole organization started from uh, James S. Brady, who was the press secretary. I want to say Ronald Reagan was shot and couldn't move afterwards, like paralyzed. And this is where he started healing is, you know, riding these horses. And so this is where this organization has come from. And just that it's not just kids with special needs. It can be anybody. And for me, I actually want to, I think it's time for me to get back on the horse. I did, you know, I went horseback riding a year and a half ago and I just felt free. There's a sense of like, you know, oneness as this horse is moving. You have to, your body has to go with the flow of the, and you have to become one with the horse. Or another thing, like things will just, you know, get flipped. Well, the right temperament, of course, but you don't want to, you know, you don't want aggressive things happening on. But I got to tell you, This was definitely an experience that the kids were not going to forget. And to see that little girl get on there and really learn to trust and to put her whole body like right there to hug that horse and have the sensory input needed. And to be able to like do those two steps was great. And and Sarah did a really good job and really being able to support her during that time. And then with little A being even just the grooming piece and they had two people on there and he was able to go across and he was beaming. I mean, yes, we had masks on, but I could tell by his eyes, he was happy. And we have great pictures. Um, I'm gonna probably do. I'm. Well, I am gonna do a blog on this, and I'll. I'll send those out. But you can also go to my parenting with Vanessa Clone website. I mean, um, Instagram, and Facebook, and everything else. And then if you want it, they do take volunteers. And if if you're interested in writing with this with Sarah and her group, by the way, it is family owned, which is another really cool thing. So it was Sarah and her father, and then um, her her brother was there too, which was awesome, and from that you can do, you know, call them or anything else, but it's Brady So it is a nonprofit. So they do look for donations. And if you're looking to ride or have your child in there, and the best thing is it's like right in the heart of the zoo, right in the very back, other people are watching, um, she has her own private entrance. So you don't have to go through the zoo side and pay for the tickets like we did, but you know, we made it a full day event. The kids are exhausted by the way. And today too, I was like, Oh, there we go. But, I, I, you know, for me to see my kids being able to do what they did. And I, I truly believe, you know, in animals that can help, you know, heal the soul. Like, you know, I've done dolphin therapy when I was younger over at SeaWorld and I have some amazing stories and that could be another podcast on just what I've seen with the dolphins, but to be able to see what these kids are able to, to work through. And the confidence level and the boosting and just that self-esteem and that they did it and this huge animal and that they were able to trust. And that's a big deal, especially my kids don't like to trust everyone all the way. And they're very skeptical of things. And, and the fact that like the horse's name was Lola, my dog, that just was a great (laughs) start in. And again, this was definitely, um, one phenomenal like riding program and even if you're at the zoo just go out back there you can find the horses there and they might be working with somebody and you can check it out there and you could tell them that you heard about it through me and say hi <laughs> and they do have name tags so it'll be very easy to tell but definitely something that I would highly recommend and not just kids that are on the spectrum um, kids that have you know are super anxious have impulsivity impulsive issues you know maybe have a little bit hard time with their emotional needs and things like that so this is something that I feel would be definitely beneficial I've actually asked a couple of my parents small um, I think it's something to be really helpful for the kids especially with kids that you know when you're working on impulsivity and body awareness and being able to control their own feelings when I get big feelings is a huge component and now i'm starting to ramble so i need to stop and finish this before my dog starts barking again but this this is parenting with vanessa cologne i did a podcast i want to say about last week which i'm probably going to be posting after someone actually listens to the, the person i talked to about on just suicide awareness and mental health stuff so that might be coming out next week but if not i'll be coming up with some, another topic hope you enjoyed this and it and yeah